Hello, hello, hello. So good to be back. It's been a, quite a while. This is Apple. We're chit-chatting with Miss Apple. Just wanted to come on for a little bit because it's been a pretty good long time since I've been on to share with you guys and just wanted to come on today to try to just encourage and uplift. I've been thinking about some things. Have there ever been a time, or should I say has, let me say that appropriately, has there ever been a time in your life where you felt like you didn't have a purpose-filled life or you feel like, you know, there's you don't have anything to look forward to, you don't think about your goals, you don't set any goals, you don't try to see like what the future holds for yourself. I don't know about anybody else, but I kind of been there, been there a lot lately, um, trying to find my way in life still trying to figure out what my purpose is and you know sometimes we can get so encompassed by life and everything going on around us the people that we care about with excuse me the people that we care about what what's going on in the world trying to make sure we make everybody happy we do everything that everybody else needs to have done but in the midst of it all we are losing ourselves um, and you don't know what your purpose is. I can speak from experience. I can't speak about you, but I can speak about me. So, you know, lately I've been trying to figure out like, what do I want to do? What is my purpose? What am I here for? Am I just here to, you know, exist? Or am I here to make a difference? So, I want to share with, with you today in, in, in hopes of encouraging somebody to let you know that you're not alone. You're not the only one that's possibly going through this because I'm definitely dealing with it now. I want to know what it is that I can do to make a difference in the world, period, in the lives of other people, period. I want to figure out what is it about me? That's important. What is it about me that's special? So what brought me to this conclusion was some time ago, I went on a job interview. And on the job interview, you know, I I was going to be working for this firm and they had these goals. You know, they're working in education, trying to work with different schools, different agencies to help build them to make them better, sort of like a coaching like type deal, you know, helping them with pointers, etc., to make the business better, to make the schools better, to make the process better. So when I went to the interview, I remember the gentleman asking me, where do I see myself in the next 10 years? Honestly, the first thing that populated in my mind is I just want to be alive. I want to be alive, but and, and and that's a good thing to want to be alive. Don't don't get me wrong. But I I told them that I couldn't give them an answer, and that thing has been dawning on me ever since that day. And I was saying to myself, like, really? Being alive is key. True. 
But do I not have a purpose? Do I not have something that, you know, I could be doing to make a difference besides just existing? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm quite sure that I talk to people. I come in contact with people all the time on social media. Um, I come in contact with people, you know, that I know in the area where I live, people that I've been friends with for a long time. And I try to impute into them positive thinking. I try to give them hope. But what happens when you're the one that can't find the positive thinking for yourself? What happens when you're the one that can't find the hope or see the hope, but yet you're giving it to other people? It's almost like I'm rattling my, I'm rattling a chain, but I'm not, I'm not, um, let me see if I can explain this right. It's almost like I'm rattling the chain, but I can't hear the sound the chain makes. If that makes any sense. Let me try to break it down a little bit better. How can I encourage other people when I can't even find the, or muster up the strength to encourage myself? Why can I see the good? that can happen for everybody else, but I can't see the good that can happen for me. I always thought that being like that was being selfish, but that's not being selfish. That's actually trying to, 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 to get your own life lined up. And so as I'm sitting here thinking, I was thinking last night, talking to my my bestie on the phone after I got off work. And I I thought about that thing. I was like, why can't I see the good for me? I can see the good for everybody else, but I can't see the good for me. God doesn't want that. You know, I don't know who all are believers that are listening to me. I'm not trying to force my belief on you at all. I'm just sharing with you how I feel. And maybe you feel like this. You just had never spoke it out. You you had never admitted it. God doesn't want that for us. He doesn't he doesn't want us to feel like woe is me all the time. He wants us to have hope. He wants us to know that we're not by ourselves. He wants us to know that you know stuff's going to happen. You know, life is, it, it happens, life happens, but we can't look down on ourselves and never have any kind of a, a idea that things are going to be good at any point. And there's this still little voice that'll come in your head sometimes. As soon as things begin to be positive, there's a still voice that is not still. I ain't going to say it's still, that's not true. Sometimes it's boisterous and it's loud. And that is not God telling you That you can't make it. You can't survive. I've heard that before. Every time I begin to think of something good. Or things look like it's good. And the outcome is is being good. And everything seems right. And feels good. And feels right. and, And you know how that gets in our world sometimes. Everything feels so perfect for just a moment. That you feel like you can take on the world. And you feel so confident. And so hopeful. You feel like everything is going your way. 
you know, there's a song. I can't remember who wrote the song, but it says something like that. You know, like, like, you know, what type of day it is and that everything seems to be going your way. And then as soon as you get that real, real high feeling and that excitement comes to you, then something can come and just knock it all back down. I just want you guys to know that just be encouraged and know that we're going to be okay, but we got to see that okay, that we're going to be okay within our own selves. I can't tell you that you're going to be okay if I don't think that I'm going to be okay. If I don't really believe in my mind that I'm going to be okay. If I don't really believe in my mind that it's everything is going to work out okay. Everything is going to be all right. But here I am telling you, oh, you'll be fine. You, Everything is going to work out great for you. Just trust and believe and, and you got to think positive. You know, here I am telling you to think positive, but on the other end, I'm not because I can't even... I don't even have the hope that I need for me. I don't even have an idea of where things are going to go for me. But yet I'm telling you, it's good for us to encourage other people. Perfect to do that. What better way to encourage them at a time when you feel like you don't know which way to go, but that should in turn encourage you. Encourage yourself. It's nothing wrong with that. I thought that was selfish so many times all throughout life. I thought it was selfish to be an encourager of myself, selfish to think of myself as good, selfish to to think of myself as a person that is beautiful. Um, think Selfish to think of myself as a person that's talented, selfish. I, I really thought these things, that it was selfish of me. To think that my gift is a good gift. I've been singing for a long time. For example, I'm going to use this as an example. I've been singing for a long time. People will come up to me and be like, oh, wow, you blessed me when you sang. Oh, you have such a beautiful voice. I would never, I I have never, ever praised myself. I'm not going to do that because I feel like that's that's being selfish. I'm not going to. Oh, I'm the best singer in the world. I'm not going to do anything like that now. That's just never been me. And I'm not going to start that now. But I've always been so humbled and said, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. God bless you, you know, or thank you. That was so nice of you. You know, I let people know, you know, no, no, this is not on my own doing. You know, I give God praise for the gift that he gave me. And I'm glad that it blessed you in some kind of way. You know, so I've never been the type of person to be selfish and say, oh, oh, I can sing, you know, but I've come in contact with people that have had their talents and had their gifts. And they thought that they were just a bomb dot com. Like, you know, they were better than anybody. I remember experiencing that when I was in high school and I was on the choir with a few different people. And it was like their gift uh, seemed to be better than than my gift. And we all could do the same thing, but they made me feel like I was less than and they were greater than. So I've never been one of those types of people to feel that way, you know, or make make myself be elevated so highly because I read the Bible and the Bible tells me that if I honor God, that he'll honor me. So I don't have to to do all that extra stuff, but I'm just letting you know that I've experienced these things. They made me feel less than 
And they, they put themselves up as greater than and put themselves on a, on a pedestal and, and made me feel like I was down here at the bottom. So I've experienced that. So I've always had a per I've always been a person that's that's full of gratitude. And I was grateful, you know, when people tell me, Oh, I you you have such a beautiful voice. Thank you so much for for blessing me with that song and when you sang it and the fact that you sang it differently than what I'm used to hearing people sing it, it means that it came from your heart. And it really does come from my heart because that's who I am. So I don't do things to make myself be bigger or better. But there are actually some people who do that. They make their gift seem like it's bigger than your gift. They make their, their them seem bigger than you or better than you. But just know you got to encourage yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not being selfish. It's not being selfish to encourage yourself. I don't, I'm not saying I want you to go around thinking that you're um, greater than people or better than people. No, but you should esteem yourself. You should esteem yourself highly because you are created by God. And you should esteem yourself highly. You should put yourself there because you are important. You should never feel that you're less than. I've taught my children that ever since they were little, that you are not better than anybody, but don't downplay yourself. Be the best you that you could be. Do everything that you do to the glory of God. Every ability that he's given you, make sure that you utilize those abilities for him, that his name would be magnified, that his name would be praised. That's the most important thing. You're not doing it because you're trying to make somebody else feel bad about something that they're not able to do. I heard a wonderful young lady I go to church with. She's a, a coach. Her name is Coach Neek. And I was listening to her, her um, Thursday night uh, or her Thursday talk that she does. I listened to the replay last night when I was finished working and it, it just, it resonated in my spirit that, you know, people are really, really, truly like this. You know, when you start doing something uh, or pursuing, um, pursuing an avenue in your life that you, you are excited about maybe starting a business or, you know, venturing out in ministry or, um, venturing out as a public speaker, an encourager, an uplifter, whatever the case may be, whether you know you're whether you're making wreaths or or gift baskets, whatever the case is, whatever your niche is, that's what you're doing. You know, no matter what it is, it's your niche, it's your thing, and you're excited about it and you're happy about it. But you got somebody else that's doing the same exact thing that you're doing. And everybody trying to be on the come up, to be honest with you, everybody wants to, to do good. Everybody wants to do better. So because you're doing it and I'm doing it doesn't mean that I'm trying to outshine you and you shouldn't think that you should try to outshine me. We are both doing the same thing. Let's let's encourage one another. You know, uh, like me, I cook. I cater. I love to cook. Cooking is my thing. I love it. I love cooking. I love my ministry, most importantly, first, but I love to cook. That's my second 
favorite thing to do. And I'm in the process of working on a business plan to try to get some things going for myself. I want to I want to do that. I don't want to work for other people my whole entire life. I would like to have my own business. You know, I want I want my business to flourish. I want my business to grow and I'm going to try to develop a plan to work on that. So I'm in the process of doing that. But just because I okay, I cater, but there's other people that I know that do the same thing. I have you know, recently for example, saw that like for Valentine's Day I wanted to do like a special for couples. But then I saw that somebody else that I knew was doing the same thing and a few other people were doing the same thing. And so I downplayed myself and I was like, well, you know, they're doing it and I don't want to, you know, feel like I'm in competition with anybody. And so I decided not to do the thing that I wanted to do. And that's not right. That's not right. Because what I'm doing is, is actually the same thing as they're doing because we're both cooking, but what I'm doing and what they're doing is two totally different things. That's their gift. That's the, the, the idea that, that God gave them to be able to put forth into motion and get it done. My idea that God gave me is my idea. Yeah, we're both cooking, but I'm, I'm grateful that they are blessed to do what they do. And I believe in my heart that they're grateful that I'm, that God has blessed me to do the things that I'm doing. So I should not have downplayed myself, but there are some people that if they see you doing a thing, then, you know, they're like, well, she, he or she is doing the same thing that I'm doing. Why is that? You know, but that it shouldn't be that way. We, we are, we all are working for the same common goal. We're trying to get in our bag. We're trying to secure our bag. We're trying to secure our future. We're trying to build uh, something to leave a legacy one day behind. My children are adults now, but I have a grandson and I want to be a person that can can create something that I could possibly leave behind to him or my future grandchildren. Once I'm gone, something that they can build from. But if I never look at myself as a person that can have a goal, that can have an aspiration, that can have a a dream and actually have it come to pass. If I always see that it's not going to work or this ain't going to work for me, you know, if I always have that mentality, then how is my how is my idea going to flourish? So I came in in here today to let somebody know. Don't downplay yourself. Realize that you have a purpose. Every one of us do. We all have a purpose. Sometimes we it takes us a while to get to knowing what that is because we take other avenues in life. Life takes us different, different directions. Some of us become parents. Um, and then some of us, you know, parenting and life takes place. You have to take care of your kids. All you have on your mind is making sure that your children are taken care of. And then some of us get married or get in relationships. And sometimes those relationships can take precedent over the things that, you know, we once wanted to do or thought about doing. So it's important to try to like sit down and self-analyze. Sit down and actually think about what it is that you, you know, may want to do with yourself. 
besides just existing. I don't want to just feel like I'm just existing because I think I'm a great person for a long time. Things happened in my life and hurts happened in my life. And I didn't think that I was a great person based on how people treated me. But I had to really sit down and realize you're not a bad person. What the people did to you was bad, but that doesn't make you bad. You might, I might have not have done everything that I needed to do um, in past relationships and communications. And, you know, I realized that. But that's what self-analysis does. It helps you to analyze what what has happened, what you could have done better, and what you can work towards for the next time to hopefully make things be even more better than what you could even think about. So self-analyzing is important. Taking a, a very big look at yourself to see what it is that you could do to make um, the outcome a better one this time around or to um, make the right decisions so that the outcome can be a better one. So I said all of that to say this. I am looking forward to what is my next and I'm trying to find out what that is. So the God, I began to pray this morning in my prayer and I sent that prayer out to a few people um, that, you know, I pray that our minds would think on the things that they need to think on. If there's anything that it should not, that should not take up space or residency in our brains. That's not going to do us any good. It's going to harm us. It's going to make us feel low. It's going to make us feel bad. It's going to make our body sick. If there's anything like that, I cast that out right now. And I ask that God would take those thoughts captive, like his word says, and that he would throw those thoughts away, that he would rid us of those thoughts and that our minds will be filled with positive thinking, positive perspective, positive outlook. It's so important that we do that because, y'all, our minds are a playground for havoc. Our minds can conjure up stuff and think things so much that it will seem like it's real. And that is not what God wants for us. He doesn't want us to feel like we have, we, we don't have any power. He doesn't want us to feel hopeless. He doesn't want us to feel helpless because his word tells us that he cares for us and he knows that we're going to face things. He knows we're going to go through things, but he's right there. So I want to leave with you today to be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged and encourage yourself. Do your best to encourage you because sometimes you're not going to have anybody there to root you on. That's why self-analysis is important. Sit down and analyze you. I feel so free right now in my in my personal space that I'm in in this particular moment. For some reason, I felt like a weight lifted off of me when I was able to share that because I know I'm not the only one who has had one of those moments where you feel like, what is my life? Is my life worth anything? Is, you know, Am I just going to just exist forever and not do nothing but just exist? Mary J. Blige made a song, said, if you look at my life, you'll see what I see. See, 
I don't want to walk around feeling like I'm down all the time. And I don't want to put on a mask either because masks, when you mask things, it, 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 it sucks you into a trap. It sucks you into a place that you can't come out of. It's hard to get out of that. When you put on a facade that everything is going great in your world, when you know on the inside you're falling apart. That's not the way that, that we should live. That's not the way that things should go. So we should we should look and have high hopes. Even when things look hopeless around us, the hope that we do have is that God is there for those that believe. God is there. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what's going on in your mind. And if you allow him to take those bad thoughts captive and replace it with positive thinking, replace it with good thoughts, then you can be able to find your purpose. Find, you know, you'll be able to sit down and say, okay, so this is a goal. This is what I want to attain. This is what I want to reach. You'll be even, you, first of all, first and foremost, you'll be able to think of the things that you want to do with yourself that are going to be a productive thing. That's going to be useful. That's going to be a blessing, not just to you, but to others. And so right now I'm working on a couple of things. I I was, you know, encouraged this morning because a, a man of God told me to uh, to record my prayers and send them out. I walked around for the last week, did not do what I was instructed to do. And I felt terrible about it. It kept coming into my mind all through the week. You know, you need to record the prayer. But then this other voice said, well, if you record the prayers, who are you going to send them to? You're going to have to put a post out. Or And I'm not really big on social media like that anymore. But that avenue is to be utilized for, re- for certain reasons. Some of the stuff that people put on social media and the things that they do on social media, they don't need to. But then there's also an avenue for people to do great things. And I want to be one of those people that do great things. So... I got an encouraging text from a a very sweet sister friend of mine. She's more than a friend. Blood couldn't make us closer. She's she's my sister. And she encouraged me, "Have you have you recorded those prayers? You need to do that and send them on out." And I immediately felt inclined to do it. And just last night I was talking to my best friend about similar stuff that I'm sharing with you all today, and I felt inspired just by him listening to me. And and us listening to one another and, and expressing our concerns about life in general. And so this morning when I got that text, I immediately did what I was supposed to do. And then it just prompted me and I could see God just showing me, listen, you've got avenues right here that I already set in place for you. All you got to do is just work on it. But we tend to see that we can't do stuff because other people are doing it. Or we tend to see that I can't go I can't do that because somebody's going to think that, oh, well, she's just doing that because I did it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You got your purpose and I got mine. And so as I begin to sit down in my office space and I begin to look, I already got a podcast established. Had it established since last year. It was given to me to do things last year. And I and I started. The pandemic happened. 
I lost it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was nervous as I'll get out. Didn't want to leave my house. Didn't want to do nothing. I was scared to pieces. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm not the only one that's dealing with that. That's another story. That's another show. Another episode. But I'm so glad that, you know, I got closer with God during this time. And I've learned a lot more. I'm not where I was at all. You guys, I'm not where I was at all. I'm much better than what I was it was to the place where I had to take medication for depression to try to get me up out of the bed in the morning and get me going. And, and while I was dealing with my own little mental stuff, then things were happening to the people that I love very dif- dearly. And um, then it was happening to friends, friends, family members and friends and people that I know. And just so much turmoil was happening. And I just felt like. I didn't know whether I was going to make it or not. And then finally I decided, you know, I was just going to go to God like I know to do. And I went to God and just recently I had a lift. I had a break. I had a breakthrough. And so here I am. And I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm praying that it goes somewhere good. And that this information falls on ears that that can relate And not only relate, but just know that there is hope. You have a future. I have a future that's in God's hands. We just have to keep ourselves focused and keep ourselves in his hands and ask for direction. So I'm I'm asking God for guidance. Like I said, I got a couple of things I'm working on now. In my mind, I'm working on it. Now I'm about to put it on paper and ask God to, to direct me. So I can feel out what my purpose is. I can feel out what do I, where do I see myself in 10 years? Okay. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Well, I, I pray that God still has me here. So I'm saying that differently now. I'm not just saying I want to be alive. I'm praying that God will still have me here, but this is what I want to do. I want to have my own business. Okay. I want to have my own business. I want to have a food truck business. Food trucks can work year round. I'll be my own boss, making my own money. I'll be able to generate wealth for myself and leave a legacy for my grandchildren. I'll be able to employ my family members. I'll be able to keep keep things Let me take that back how I said that. I can't rewind that, of course, because I'm recording. But I want to create opportunity for others. While at the same time, blessing my family and blessing me. There's nothing wrong with you blessing you. There's nothing wrong with you seeing the good in you. There's nothing wrong with you uh, uplifting yourself. There's nothing wrong with you encouraging yourself. I'm brought to mind the prayer of Jabez. The prayer of Jabez is such a beautiful, beautiful prayer. Because in that little time that Jabez was talking, he said some, some very, very, I mean, it's like the words that he said were so captivating that It has prompted people to write books about it. And it's just one simple prayer. Jabez was never really mentioned anymore in the Bible. 
after this. That's the that's just the 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 the, the weird thing about it is that Jabez was not mentioned you know in the Bible anymore before this and to be honest it it wasn't mentioned after either. So I'm trying to pull it up so I can share it with you guys. All right, and the scripture for the prayer of Jabez is in 1 Chronicles, the 4th chapter, the ninth and the 10th verses. He was a very obscure man, it says, and Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And this is the simple little thing that Jabez says. And this is, this is it blew my mind because I read a book about the prayer of Jabez and the importance of you as you being, you blessing yourself, asking God to bless you, 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 and you asking God to bless you. There's nothing wrong with that. You asking God to bless you ain't a thing in this world. Excuse me. I may not be using proper English, but I'm, this is a real chit chat. We're going to talk real and be real. There's nothing wrong with God asking you to bless you. And this is what he said. And then I'm going to get off of here. It says, Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh Lord, bless me, me indeed, and expand my territory. Keep your hand on me and keep evil from me that I may not cause pain. That was so like awesome to me and how it was broken down in the book that I read was that he was telling God, bless me indeed, Lord, me. I, I know that you're able to bless everybody else. And, and, and I am supposed to pray that everybody else is blessed. I'm supposed to do that because y'all, we are supposed to do that. We are supposed to ask God to bless other people, but there's nothing in this world wrong with you asking God to bless you. There's nothing wrong with that. Bless me indeed and expand or enlarge my territory. Mine. Lord, I need you to bless me. I need you to bless me in more ways than one. Most importantly, I want you to keep your hand on me. Because if God, if you got your hand on me, I know I'm going to be okay. So stay with me. I know you're not going to leave me because you promised that. Your, Bible, your word tells me that. And in the Bible, it says... You know, the Lord will never leave you. He will never forsake you. That is scripture. You could, you could, that's a fact. That's a fact. You, you no doubt about it. He's not going to ever leave you. He's always going to be there. Even when it's, when it's good and when it's bad, he's right there and he'll give you peace. If you talk to him, he'll make things clear. If you talk to him, he'll guide you. If you talk to him, but you got to have communication. Oh, well, I'm talking to somebody I can't see. <laughs> Actually, a lot of us are talking to people that we can't see and they are right there in our face sometimes, but they still don't see us. Hello. Wouldn't you want to put your trust in God and say, okay, Lord, you promised me because your word says this. And I'm talking to people who believe in. So if you're not a believer, you don't need to listen to this podcast. This ain't for you. This podcast is for people who really, truly are believers of God, believers in Jesus Christ, believers in the word, the living word. So he says, 
Bless me indeed and expand my territory. Keep your hand on me and keep evil from me. So not only is he asking God to keep his hand on him, but he's saying, I want you to keep evil away from me because I don't want to hurt people. Don't 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 let thoughts of bad thoughts and bad feelings about people come on me. I don't want to wish nobody bad. I only want to be a blessing to people. I want to I want to treat people good. You know, Lord, this is what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to keep your hand on me so that I won't stumble and make mistakes and have regrets. I want you to keep your hand on me so that I could live right. I want to keep, I want you to keep your hand on me so I can keep myself together for you so that I can bring praise to your name by the life that I live. This is what I get out of this. And he said that I won't cause pain. I don't want to cause harm on anybody. And I definitely don't want anybody to cause harm on me. But y'all people, people are not for you all the time, but that shouldn't keep you from being the great you that you can be. That shouldn't keep you from reaching to do the things that you want to do in life. That shouldn't keep you from saying that I want to pursue this because everybody trying to get in their bag. Everybody trying to do that. Everybody wants to be successful. But the key to true success, in my opinion, is having your hand in God's hand and staying focused on that. And I I remember reading in Matthew, the sixth chapter, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. If we seek first the kingdom, that's plain and simple. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek, seek, seek after righteousness. Seek after the things that, that, that the Lord would have us to, to do. Be about his business. Be about the things that God wants us to do so that his name can be glorified. His name can be praised. And if we seek first the kingdom and we seek first those things, the Bible says that everything else will be added. That's Matthew 6 and 33. Okay. Matthew 6, 33. It, it tells us plain. If we seek first those things, seek salvation, seek having a changed heart. When your heart is changed, your mind will follow. So I'm so grateful for God's word because everything starts with it and it it ends with it, period. We start this conversation talking about, you know, me not having any hope. I feeling like I didn't have any hope. Didn't know whether I was coming or going, honestly. And now we're ending with the fact that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But I have to keep my hands in his hands. Like Jabez was saying. You know keep your hand on me God. I want you to keep your hand on me. Keep, I, I want us to stay in connection with one another. And then what's so good to know. Finally is that. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says. For I know the plans that I have for you. Declares the Lord. Plans for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. It's not God's design to harm us. That's not his design. It's not his design. So take the information that you've been given. I pray that you process it. 
and that it's been good for you on today because it's definitely it was definitely freeing for me just to be able to discuss it. And now I know that I put it out in the rim and into the open and that, you know, the agent of suspicion hears it. But I know that if I keep my hand in God's hand and I don't let my heart be troubled hmm, or I don't let it be fearful, but that I take courage because I know that with God, I can do it. So I'm glad to try to have, I'm glad to be able, let me, let me rephrase that. I'm glad to be able to have a vision and I'm praying that the vision that I have will come to pass the way that God wants it to. I'm happy for everybody who wants to do good for people that like to cook like I cook. I'm happy that you can do that. Do your thing, girl. Do your thing, guy. You know, do it. Be happy about the fact that you can do it. I'm proud of you, sis. I'm proud of you, brother. I'm proud that your business is thriving. I'm proud that you're doing your thing. Way to go for you. I'm happy about it. I pray that you are blessed. I pray that you're better than blessed. But guess what? I want God to enlarge my territory. I want God to bless me too. I'm glad that he's blessing you, but I want to be blessed also. So I'm asking God to bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. I want him to bless you too and enlarge yours, but I need him to bless me. I want him to bless me. There's nothing wrong with that, with encouraging myself. There's nothing wrong with uplifting me because we're not going to always have somebody to do that. So I want to thank you for listening in with me on today. I know it's been a long time and I promise you that it will not be this long again because you never know who, who needs to hear something if you don't put it out there. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of chit chatting with Miss Apple. And I want to let you know that if you have any prayer concerns, if, if you want to you know, me to talk to you about anything. If you just need a listening ear, you can definitely reach out to me via email. My email is D P O N that's Delta Papa Oscar Nancy two zero zero three dot A is an apple P is in Paul at gmail.com. Just send me your prayer request. Uh, maybe you want to just, you know, say, Hey, you know, you know, I appreciate, you know, you know, any information that you could have to give. Um, I know that we're living in a society that's very critical. So if you're coming to downplay me or make me feel bad, don't email me because I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to see it and delete it and ask God to give me strength and keep on moving because I don't want any negativity. But if you want to to uplift and encourage or you need prayer requests, just shoot me an email and I'll be more than happy to assist. But thank you again for um, chit, um, coming on and chit-chatting with Miss Apple. And I hope that you have a great rest of, of your day. Remember to stay subscribed and listen out for the next episode. Take care. Stay well. Be blessed.